Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, well and truly on here, the Shelter Footy Cast, Southern River Band, Brad Hogg joins us. Hoggy, what do you reckon of the Southern River Band? Do you like them? Oh, I like them. That was a good little tune to start off the show today. I'm <laughs> loving it. So, And we're not talking footy today, apparently. We're no, talking cricket. That's correct. So it's not the Shelter Footy Cast, the Shelter Sports Cast. This is officially... The first episode of the Shelter Sportscast, Hoggy. So, thanks for joining us, mate. <laughs> mate, you, you could have gone for a higher standard first up. No, absolutely <laughs> not. So, I do have to touch on quickly the Southern Riverband boys. They're on a national tour. Lads out of Thornley, WA. So, locally brewed and born here in WA, just like Shelter. Um, they're on a national tour just after they're fresh off their tour with The Darkness. Do you know The Darkness? No, I don't know The Darkness, but these guys are just around the corner from me. So, uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, we love it. We're going to have to catch up with them. Yeah, very good. Yeah. We can do that. So they're going to be playing down at Shelter at uh, the brewery down there in Busso on the 2nd of December. Um, so that's locked in. It's Friday. It's a Friday night. So we're going to have to get down there, get everyone who listens to this down there, get the tickets. DJ Genga has been locked in. I'm sure Hoggy knows all about DJ Genga. Tickets available on the events page of the Shelter Brewing Co. website, shelterbrewing.com.au. It's available uh, via our links on bio. Follow us on socials. You know where to get it. But that's some big news for the Southern River Band boys. Now, let's get out of that. Let's get into some action. Okay, great. DJ Genga, he's not from the West Indies. He's not that... uh, He's not that... Bugger that made a hundred against us in the second test match in Trinidad. <laughs> I hope it is. I tell ball. you what, if it is, it's going to be a bloody good. <laughs> Isn't it DJ Bra- um, Bravo? Bravo? DJ yeah. Bravo. Yeah, he's, he's got a singing career going, doesn't he? He he does. But um, when he saw him for the big bash and had to get his music played on the uh, on the on the well within the arena, I just thought that was a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So it is brought to you by Shelter, born and brewed in Bustleton. We're going to get into it. It's no longer the Shelter Footy Cast, Shelter Sports Cast. So we've got the 20, T20 World Cup we're going to preview today. We've got the World Cup coming up, the, the round ball game. We've got the 
the uh, big bash stuff, which I think Hoggy's going to maybe come through and do some stuff with us there as well. So there's plenty going on for summer. I was going to start with, though, given that we've come from footy season. Are you a footy fan, Hoggy? Yeah, I'm a Freo docker, so you and I are going to have some arguments if, no. we, uh, if we work well together. We don't mind the dockers <laughs> here at the, at the Shelter Footy Cast slash Sports Cast. Flag mantle. Yeah. Did you hear that this year, flag mantle? Did you yeah. hear that getting bandied around? Yeah, I did. I, I thought we were going to get there at the end, but uh, I just thought we'd run out of legs out the, out the back end. Just... Uh, the tall forwards not having enough tall forwards out there out there in that final hurdle. So you're happy with Luke Jackson signing with the footy club, the big big ruckman from Melbourne to a tall ruckman forward ruckman. Yeah, I, I, I'm happy with that. If uh, Rory Lobb didn't want to stay here and he was having his issues down there, we'll move on. And, and yeah, but, but look, at the end of the day, I was I was watching uh, a few of the games with Rory Lobb. You watch on TV, you don't see the work rate off the ball. As, as much as you see when you're actually out there live. Yeah. When he goes on the ball, the work rate that he does, especially defensively, the games that I watch, was unbelievable. But then he has to go forward. He doesn't really get much of a rest. And then you're expecting him to take a mark in the first couple of seconds that he's, he's back in that forward line. And yeah. It's, it's pretty, uh, pretty tough when you're not getting that recovery. Very good. Now, we've been saying, we've been keeping abreast of your work across uh, YouTube, Hoggy, across social media. If you've become an absolute, well... You're a superstar on the pitch, and you've become an even bigger superstar off the pitch. I mean, what, can you just tell us before we get into this World Cup preview, um, what's what's your sort of audience? What are you doing on YouTube? I see all sorts of stuff popping up. It's, bloody, it's bloody good. good yeah, I, it's around the uh, the cricket realm, but it's it's probably more uh, tailored to the Indian audience at the moment. Um, there's a billion people over there. Uh, a few. You play a bit of IPL, and that, that, that's where all the action is now. So, uh, you've got the subcontinent, Pakistan as well, um, and that, that's that's the centre of cricket at this stage. I think Cricket Australia, uh, cricket in general, I better be careful now that I'm on the board of the Wacker, but um, <laughs> I, I just thought we were a little bit lackadaisy 15 years ago when Australia were having that boom period. Yes. Um, and you just can't rely on India. You've, you've got to look to try and finance yourself and, and uh, make sure you grow your, your product on your own terms. You don't, you're not relying on other countries and I think that's where we've fallen into a bit of a trap over the last five, ten years. Yeah, right. Okay, mm. well, thank you for joining us here on the Shelter Sportscast, Hoggy. Hopefully you're going to be a bit of a semi-regular uh, part of this. You haven't even you haven't agreed to that, but um, we'll see how we go. <laughs> we'll see how we go. <laughs> um, now, I want to get straight pretty much into the uh, World Cup here, Dan. Yep. So going um, to get into this. Brad Hogg, Will Schofield, Shelter Sportscast, getting into the World Cup preview after this. Just a little bit more Southern River Band for you there, Hoggy. I know you bloody love it. Now, the current standings, so that the way the World Cup works is you've got um, teams vying to get into that Super 12. So you've got two groups still playing. Group A is confirmed, Sri Lanka, Netherlands, yep. through to the next stage. Were they the two best in that group? Namibia was, was around abouts, but they butchered it last night. Yeah, that, well, they bushed it last night, but I, I always thought that Sri Lanka and uh, Zim, uh, um, Netherlands were going to get through. Yeah, uh, I thought Ryan Campbell, local West Australian, has done a fantastic job over there in the Netherlands, and thank Christ he got through that uh, <laughs> little health scare that he had over in England. Absolutely. Yeah, um, 
a little bit concerned about uh, those those issues when they happen with your teammates, especially with what's going on with Australian cricket over the last six months. Uh, that was that was six months ago, wasn't it? Because yeah, he yeah. had his. Uh, oh no, th- I think it was only about two or three months. But time right. flies. But yeah. you know, we've lost so many cricketers, so it's good to see Ryan have success there. Yeah. Um, and hopefully that just brings on future opportunities for him in the in the coaching realm. I thought Sri Lanka uh, in that first game they uh, they. They thought they were on a bit of a high coming from the Asia Cup victory against uh, Pakistan in that final over there. And I just thought they took things a little bit too easy. Right. And when they fell behind, they weren't playing their natural game. Uh, that when you, when you just look at the strokes that they were playing, they were coming across the line rather than hitting in the areas where the, the boundaries were bigger, but there was more space there. They were still trying to – well, they thought they could power – um, uh, the minnows as such. Yeah, because they, they lost just, that first game, right? And people yeah. were like, "Oh, that group's wide yeah. open." Well, they they thought they could power over that short boundary, and they, yeah. they you know they they lost it from uh, from day one or, or in that first game because they were taking it too easy. They so weren't the, prepared. So those two teams will be through to the Super Twelves, which starts this weekend. Group B, which have got a couple of games to come today. So this podcast will come out Friday lunchtime. You'll see these two games in action today: Ireland, West Indies, Scotland, Zimbabwe. Um, every team in this group has won a game, so the winners of these two games go through. It's sudden death. It's good. It's exciting. It is. It is, and it's, it's great to see the likes of Scotland and uh, Namibia really challenge the, the test playing yeah. nations. And it'll be very exciting if Scotland get through to the next phase and knock off Zimbabwe. Yeah. They're playing today, and uh, the West Indies against Ireland. Um, Who I'd, wins that one? I'd, I'm actually hoping Ireland at the moment because um, West Indies are in a world of hurt at the moment. They know, you know, they've got so many players. Um, <laughs> Keep going, mate. Hoggy, so many Hoggy's, players. Hoggy's got his Southern River Band ring, uh, ringtone out the background it's there. So, it's, so, it's so relaxed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually it, quite nice. It is, it is. It makes me not want to answer the phone, actually. So you reckon Ireland will knock off West Indies? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, because Ireland have worked so hard to get where they're at at the moment. Uh, they've done a great job. And they should be rewarded for it. Whereas the West Indies at the moment, as, as I was saying, were in a world of hurt. They don't have their main players, uh, or they've got players that are going to play T20 tournaments around the globe and they're not putting West Indies cricket first. Um, but at the end of the day, they're making more money playing the T20 tournaments. And this is this is another subject for another uh, another podcast. When you're where, back, when you're back, Hoggy. Yeah, where we've, we've got to figure out where we want cricket to, to head. Do we want T20 tournaments or are we more interested in the uh, the international stuff? And I think West Indies is uh, a good project to look at right. in that regard. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, see you later, West Indies. Hoggy <laughs> says Ireland's going to win. I, gonna don't, I don't like it. Jason Holder is one of my favourite uh, teammates I've ever played with. I, I hope he has a bit of success, but at the end of the day, I think Ireland should get rewarded. All right. I like that very much so. So thought we'd uh, have a little bit of a preview of this first weekend of games, and then if I can just throw you some maybe some little summaries of each team that's probably going to be in that top eight or so of this World Cup. So this weekend, there's some big games coming up. This is when the real stuff starts. I know the World Cup started last weekend, but it's effectively qualifying, right? You, yeah. you know, you've got the teams getting through. Australia v New Zealand, Saturday, 3 p.m. at the SCG. Big game. Oh, it's a huge game. Uh, the thing with New Zealand I'm worried about is they want to play Allen instead of Guptill, uh, and Mitchell's injured. Now, Guptill and Mitchell, uh, apart from Williamson, are probably the only players or the batsmen in their lineup that can uh, really uh, challenge our bowling attack. Right. Um, the others average very low uh, with bowlers 
bowling 140 plus. So um, that that's a big concern for New Zealand. But the plus for them is we've got a lot of right-handers in our batting lineup, and that brings their spinners into play uh, in Santner and Sodi. Um, but I'm, I'm not too worried about Sodi. It's more Santner just tying it up in those middle middle overs. So you reckon that pace from Australia is going to really challenge them? Yep, definitely. Uh, the, the pace from Australia is going to be too much for them. Um, the only way that uh, New Zealand will stay in this game is with their power play bowling, uh, Bolt getting the ball to swing, and the use of Lockie Ferguson, uh, how they use him. Uh, do they use him in the power play for a couple of overs, or do they go with Southie as well? If the ball's not moving, they've got to go with Ferguson. Uh, but they've got to get they've got to get early wickets. They've got to get at least three wickets in the power play to trouble Australia. Uh, and if they do that, that's when Santner and Sodi come into their uh, their game in the middle overs. That's the only way New Zealand will win this. I hope everyone's taking notes here because you wouldn't be copying this sort of analysis from Will Schofield. I'll tell you that right now. That's bloody good stuff, mate. Um, England v Afghanistan. That's the first game of the real stuff here in Perth. That's tomorrow night, 7pm. You're working that game? I'm working that game. This is going to be a very interesting game. Uh, people will expect Afghanistan not to uh, trouble England, right? But England like to chase. Afghanistan like to put a score on the to- on the board. Uh, the Afghanistan batters were ra- uh, raffled against uh, the Pakistan bowlers the other night, especially Shaheen Afridi. Yeah, uh, he he was just nailing those. Tear it off. Yeah, he was just unbelievable. That that the. Uh, Afghanistan batsmen were scared um, the only concern with Afghanistan batting is facing wood uh, other than that the other bowlers aren't, don't have that pace to really trouble uh, right. trouble them so you think if Afghanistan come out and have a bat it, if, they, if they bat get about 150 on the board maybe 140 uh, might be enough uh, England really struggle against spin and they've got three quality spinners uh, in their lineup. Sheikh Khan, one of the best in the business. Yeah, um, but you've got Majiba Rahman, who's very good in the power play. If you can use Quay as the other leg spinner uh, wisely early on with their medium paces, and they can tie up the England batsman or, or make them be chasing about eight and over when Rashid Khan comes on and around about the tenth over, because they like to use him in that back end, then all of a sudden England have to take on one of the best bowlers in the world. That's where Afghanistan can really win this game. Are you telling me Afghanistan's a chance, Hoggy? Um, yeah. If if I'm gonna if I'm gonna look at an upset over the weekend or an upset in this World Cup, that's probably uh, an upset that can happen because the England batsmen aren't that good against uh, leg spin. And it's one of Butler's weaknesses as well. Uh, Hales is not good against spin, so expect um, Quayers and uh, Rahman to uh, be bowling most of their overs in the power play. I've got to be honest, I picked um, Namibia as my yeah. um, as my dark horse, so they've been knocked out. <laughs> they've absolutely butchered it last night. So I'm now on Afghanistan, okay? So that's, yep. my, that's my team. That's my team in the tournament, other than Australia, of course. Um, the other big game of the weekend... Pakistan v India. It's a sellout at the MCG. It has been confirmed. 100,000 tickets been sold. Um, Melbourne, typical weather. I think weather's going to be an issue maybe, which would be really disappointing for the game, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, how good is that as a spectacle? India, Pakistan, MCG. Well, I, I think this is uh, bigger than the Ashes now. Really? Uh, well, they, they don't play enough against each other. Yeah. Um, I, I think... Uh, I, I think it's been about 10 years since they've played a test match against each other. Um, this is one of the biggest rivalries, and uh, they really go hard at each other on the field, but they they, they really get on off the field as well. So, really? um, yeah, so all the politics that you see around the world, 
It, it doesn't happen in the cricket. Is that because of all the tournaments that have been played everywhere? Yeah, yeah. No, they just love the game of cricket, yeah. and and cricket's cricket's a religion in both both countries, and that's where that's where you can bring both cultures together. That's what I love about it. But when we get in the analysis of it, India have got a longer batting lineup uh, with uh, where where they've got more power out the back end. Pakistan, uh, they rely on Rizwan and Babrazam up the top to bat the majority of the overs. Um, their middle order is a, lot, a bit of hit and miss. Sometimes they have a day out, sometimes they don't. Um, more so they don't. Um, so that, that, that's probably the issue for me. But where Pakistan are strong um, in the power play overs, they've got good spin, but they're very good out the death as well. So their death bowling against India's um, death batting is going to be uh, a big equation in this game. Whoever wins that contest right. um, has a better chance of winning. But also, you go back to the power play overs. Um, both teams have got quality swing bowlers in those power play overs. So, um, yeah, th- this is w- this is where the strength is. Pakistan in their bowling, India in their batting. Generally, I go for a, a, a bowling team. I was going to say, who are you landing yeah. on here? But with India's batting depth, uh, they, they've just got uh, probably two more batters um, than, than Pakistan. And I just think two more batters rather than one more batter is just too much for a, for a bowling team well, to defend. Uh, f- favourites of the tournament, are they India? Like, uh, favourites of the tournament... Like, have they come in publicly as, as you know... The ones to beat. Uh, uh, now that England have lost Topley, mm. um, Mills comes in. I, I still think England are the favourites. I still reckon there could be an upset against Afghanistan, but I still reckon they'll do enough to to win this tournament. The way they played against Australia at Optus Stadium was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but they're not going to face that pace here. They're yep. going to be facing spin, so it's a different equation there. Um, and they've got they've got the highest strike rate uh, with their batting. And they, they bat really deep. They've got a lot of all-rounders in there. Um, and now that Mills comes in, it just strengthens up their death bowling. So I think England are the favourites. Uh, India, without Boomer and Jadeja. Jadeja, people might think that's a bit weird, but he's one of the best fielders. And with, with our big grounds, he's quick, athletic, uh, good arm. India's fielding has dropped off a lot there. Um, so you haven't really got someone to put in hot spots. So right. Boomer and Jadeja out of uh, out for India sort of puts them around about third for me on the list. So England favourites, Australia two, India, Pakistan for me. Okay, very mm. good. Um, there you go. That's the uh, that's a little preview of this weekend. There's a lot of games coming up. Who are you going to be covering the games with, Hoggy? Like, so, so. Uh, Goss, yeah, Tim Gossich. So. Oh, over at SEN? Yeah, over at SEN. So I might get a word in. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Cricket, cricket's a bloody hard game to commentate. Like... You got to do a lot of lot of talking. You got to have a lot of words sitting down up there in the brain to spit out. Um, it's not as it's not as high pace. I mean, twenty twenty is different to a test match, of course. We'll, we'll try and do a twenty twenty game where one innings went for two hours ten minutes. <laughs> two hours ten minutes for twenty overs. Wow. My Godfather. So that's now, exp- that was difficult. Yeah, that was difficult. Yeah, uh, but lucky it was on TV because then you can you, you couple of ad breaks. Uh, ad breaks, but you can uh, you don't have to talk as much on TV. Whereas on radio, are watching. yeah, yeah. So, um, and I think that's a good rule uh, that they're bringing in in the Big Bash. You got to bowl your overs within seventy nine minutes. Yes, I don't know why they said seventy nine. Why can't you just say eighty? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's going on there? Seventy nine yeah. minutes because yeah. um, uh, I did see a rule, and I don't know if this is across all tournaments. You'll be able to tell me if you if you go over your your limit. Um, uh, 
there's fielding restrictions in game. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think that's great. That's um, awesome because you know you get fined. Some of these guys are you know making millions. Yeah, you know, a, f- a five grand fine is not going to be much for them. Yeah. Um, whereas when you've got four fielders only allowed uh, out of the ring. That's a huge punishment. It happens like, like at the end of the innings as well. Like every, it was something like every minute is a ball or something like that. Yeah, yep, yep. And I, I, I think that's great. Yeah, I, I think every minute should be an over. Uh, really, um, or you should have three minutes an over uh, for for an over um, delayed. But if you're late by one minute, that's the whole over. So. It starts out that first. Is that uh, a bit harsh? Not everyone has a Bradley Hogg just absolutely whipping through his overs like you used to. Yeah, but this is this is where the umpires have got to be on the ball as well, um, because they've got to make sure they monitor the batsman as well, because the ma- batsman um, can. Is that a thing? Ma- yeah, they, they can. They the can game. manipulate it because I remember a game out, um, uh, against uh, Melbourne Stars at the MCG. And I had a crack at the umpire. We got two early wickets, and uh, I said, "You got to hurry up these batsmen." And he goes, no, no, they were right. I said, well, they haven't swapped over on the boundary line. The bloke was still sitting down when the batsmen walked off. Uh, and our fast bowlers were at the top of their mark waiting for the batsmen to be ready. And he said, no, no, we've, we've got it covered. You won't have to worry about it. I said, don't tell me when I come on on the seventh over that I've got to hurry up and we're one over behind. <laughs> and he did. And, uh, he told that, you to hurry up? Yeah, and that was it. Uh, the old smile on Brad Hogg was not on there then. <laughs> it was, I gave him a serve and then I had to go to the match referee afterwards. And, yeah. and that, they, these are the – yeah, but these are the things that – What did you tell him? Uh, well, I told him he wasn't doing his job. <laughs> uh, I was polite. I was, you know – I was trying to be a uh, calm negotiator, but yeah, put it if it's a hostage situation, the hostages were gone. The way I was, uh, I was negotiating there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's very good stuff. Uh, there's the weekend preview. We're going to get into this hoggy. Yep. I just want to just want to hear your thoughts on about each team. We had a bit of that just then with with a few of the guys, but um, Afghanistan. We'll start with them. Um, uh, ICC ranking coming in is ten. Uh, they've got some stars. You speak about. You, you think these guys are a real upset machine, right? Yeah, they are. They really re- rely heavily on their top order um, and and their spin bowling. But they, you know they've got some good uh, good um, swing bowlers there. Especially uh, Fuzzle uh, Faruqi, yeah, left armer, and uh, Al Haq. He's not he's not bad with the ball as well. They can do a job with a new ball, but when it comes to the death overs, that's where they're going to get punished, and that's why they they're trying to use uh, two spinners up front and try and save Rashid out the back end because um, he, he's your best bowler, and yeah, you want uh, with the big grounds over here in Australia. Uh, going after a, a leg spinner of that quality is going to be quite difficult. So right. um, they're trying to use him in a different phase of what other teams would use, okay. uh, Rashid. So, yeah, they, they're pretty good. But um, as, as a drone, um, if we go back down there, who is he? Where is he? Where is he? Um, he's uh, Zazi. Yeah. Zazi. Oh, yes. I think uh, he, he opens the batting left-hander. Uh, if he gets them off to a good start, um, they can really do some damage. So it's really Zazi and the spinners that um, can can really trouble opposition oh, teams. That's Scoey's team, Afghanistan, yeah. very good. Australia, so you've got these probably higher than some people have. They're defending champions. They come in rank six. Some people are saying they're underdogs. Some people, you, you, you say they've got the team to challenge. Oh, look, I wrote them off last time in the UAE. Um, just with, Well, the, the reason why I wrote them off is because they're chopping and changing their team all the time. Haven't they done that a bit coming into this tournament? Uh, yeah, they have, and it's it's kind of frustrating. 
and uh, we can talk about Pat Cummins just being named one day captain. Well, if you're going to be named one day captain, you can't be pulling out of tournaments around the globe. That's and and if you want to decide who's going to sponsor Cricket Australia or not as captain, if yes. you want to be the marketing man, well, it's time for you to uh, be on the field a lot more than what you are. Okay, um, good. Well, I, I, I love I, you know no, Pat, Pat Cummins was a good teammate, but I just think it's gone too far one way now. Yeah, because. Yeah, you you want to make as much money as you possibly can, but at the end of the day, if it wasn't for Cricket Australia and grassroots cricket here in Australia, you wouldn't be where you are now and earning the money you are now. Well, I mean, that's the interesting talking point about this because we've covered it on radio this week is, okay, um, yeah, I, I'm being a former player, you're a former player, you know how it works. It's, you know, money makes the world go round. It's, it's, yeah, that's yeah. how it works. But also... Um, it's not just you getting your pockets lined as a player and, and or me getting paid money. It's It goes bigger than the team as well. It's bigger than the Australian cricket team. It's yeah. it's grassroots. It's it's the actual sport. And when you're in a leadership position like he is, Pat Cummins, like he is the um, matriarch. He's like, you know, he's the, yeah. he's the top dog. So he represents the sport, not just his cricket team. He's not just the oh, captain of 11 men. Yeah, well, he, he, can't, he can't really come out and uh, make a decision on uh, on sponsors either. It's it's fair enough if uh, you don't agree with a sponsor or you've you've got something that uh, okay. that doesn't allow you to follow the sponsor. So we've we've had that with um, beer sponsors where uh, Muslims don't wear their uh, that, that sponsor on their shirts. So yeah. That happens in Australia and South Africa. That's fine, and it's probably it's probably better for the sponsor as well because oh, where's the sponsor's logo on there? Who's, Oh, righty, it's, it's VB. So you, you you see it shelter. a lot more. It's shelter. Because at the end of the day, if, if one player is making a decision about um, something political, well, what about the other players in your team that have different opinions or um, are still questioning certain things? Yes. This, this is where this is where it's uh, starting to get on a bit of a fine line in, in that regard. And I'll say that as a past player, Yeah. not... Uh, not in my role uh, down out the Waco as, as, as a past player because um, you're, in, you're in there as a team. Yeah. Um, there's marketing people out there that, that are working their backsides off to try and make us financial as we possibly can. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, well that's what I would say. The, the, the line, you know, it's difficult for you, you know, giving you different roles, but it's difficult to define um, where that sits. I mean, it goes, it, it, it always goes out the more than just the players on the field. Like it, yeah. there, there is teams and teams and teams of people. There is levels of cricket from four-year-old kids, you know, women and men. Like it's yeah. not just a, a logo on a on a on a shirt out there playing in the World Cup. Like it's more than that, right? Oh, exactly right. And we can talk about footy too in this with uh, what's happening down out for out. Well, you know, you you want to, you want to do the right thing by uh, the world and so forth but there's there's so much that's involved in sport on a social aspect that you can challenge just about any sponsor uh with their social position in uh in society and you've got to be very careful with that yeah uh, you, you've you've got your own beliefs um but at the end of the day you've got to you've got to have a respect for the rest of your teammates and, and the players that uh, are, are coming through uh, the levels that are going to take your cap in 10 years' time. So um, Netball Australia have had the same thing go on with the Diamonds, uh, with their relationship with Roy Hill. Um, uh, and, and, and you know, in, in fairness, the Diamonds have doubled down and said, well, we're going with them. Fremantle, as you said, there's been a group of fans and um, a couple of past players come through with Rio Tinto. Rio Tinto uh, Fre- Woodside, wasn't it? Woodside, Woodside. Yeah. And uh, they've they've uh, doubled down on them. So they'll be there... Um, 
you know, continue to be sponsors with them. So they've come out today and uh, going to be co-jumpered with Bank West. No, that's just yeah. come out today. And then you've got, you've got, the, got the cricket stuff. So um, certainly interesting dynamic in sport. It's not just cricket. It's, um, it's, it's where society and sport is mingling and beliefs. And it, it's going to be a moving pace. Um, be interesting to keep track of. And, and I love that we've actually got into this. So I'm going to have a little quick break while we get back into the World Cup preview. Will Schofield, Brad Hogg, covering all the big <laughs> topics on the Shelter Sportscast. Can't believe it, Ross. <laughs> that's okay. We can have waters. That's okay. Yeah. You're on the shelter for well, you. I can't see it. <laughs> so we've got uh, Afghanistan as Hoggy's uh, little. Just, up. Be, just before that, yeah. I was crossing my legs to try and cover a water bottle down here. So if you're wondering why I'm sort of just. I, I just thought it was just. The, now the I can be the a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Of course you can be relaxed yeah. here, mate. Very yeah. good. So um, Afghanistan, we've gone through those. We started with Australia, but let's get into the cricket side. That's the off-field side of things. Cricket, Australia, can they get this done? Cricket Australia? We, um, no, as in the Australian cricket team. Can they oh, win this one? Yeah, yeah. When you said cricket Australia, no, I no, we're no, still no. talking about politics. No, no. no I, th- I think the they can. Um, let, let's just scroll back down there. Thanks, buddy. Beautiful, beautiful. There we go. Ranking six. We're... Ranking six, the oh, ICC oh, ranking six. Yep. Yeah, but that, that's because they're chopping and changing their team all the time and um, yeah, they're giving others a go. But Finch finding a bit of form, that's, that's great for them. Warner opening the batting. Do they play Smith or not? I wouldn't play Smith. I'd have Marsh coming in at three. Maxwell still out four. Uh, Stornis five. Wade six. David uh, seven. And then you go with your bowlers. And the, the big question mark there is do you go Cummins or Richardson? Um, I think Richardson's probably a better T20 bowler than Cummins. He's played a lot more T20 cricket, and sometimes I just think you got to have that uh, little bit of a bit of a sacrifice. Um, but that would be later on in the tournament. I wouldn't do that against New Zealand, but I'd I'd pick my team uh, to do that, and I'd probably play Richardson against a team like England, who have a high strike rate because he's probably a better death bowler. Do you like Cam Green coming in instead of? Uh, um I want to keeper. I, I, I want to have a look at the golf shaft. I want to have a see. Really there's been have a few a, queries if, if there's yeah, actually an injury or not. Uh, look, it, for me, if you if you're having a replacement player uh, within the tournament, it's got to be a light for light player. So if um, so if they've had a spare wicket keeper in there, you should always have a spare wicket keeper in there. If you don't, and you lose a keeper. Well, can't they just bring in another keeper if they do lose? Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't think you should be able to do that. It should be a like for like replacement because right. at the end of the day, you're you're, t- you're taking the Mickey out of it. Someone's just had a good run with with form. You didn't pick him out at the start in your first fifteen, um, so yeah. So why yeah. even have squads? So you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Just say that it snapped a golf club in your hand. Yeah, exactly right. Um, well, <laughs> you said that, not me. <laughs> and I hope it's not another West Australian being go- t- taken down the shaft uh, again. <laughs> but in the part. <laughs> oh, yeah, I tell you what. Um, yeah, I need to keep you on track here, Hoggy. You keep I, I know off. because I, I was going to tweet something about you know he's he's got a hand in, injury on the on the golf course, and I was just saying, right, too many strokes, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, so where do you have Australia? Do you, do you say yeah, no, I've got them second. Oh, yeah. Are we going to Bangladesh? Absolutely. We're going to alphabetical order, Oggy. Yeah. Bangladesh. Bangladesh, I, I just can't see them making any inroads uh, in this tournament. And to be quite frank, uh, you know, someone like Ireland or Scotland coming through, if, they, if they're going to play against Bangladesh, I think there could be a few upsets there. Right. Um, I, I just think they've got a, a lot of work to do. 
Um, they don't like the bounce of your wickets over here as well. But this is this is the other thing. You look at Afghanistan and, ba- and Bangladesh. They don't get enough cricket uh, at the higher level. They don't get enough uh, tours to come to the places like South Africa, England and Australia. So how are they going to improve? Um, so if, you, if you're not going to play them in the front-line team, get them to come over and play uh, your second eleven team, those up-and-coming players, to build your depth but also grow the game around the world. So, yeah. yeah that's very good. I like that. Um, can't challenge that at all. Here we go, the big dogs, England. Uh, they've come in ranked two, ICC ranking, but you have them at your one. Yeah, I've got them at one. The only worry that I have here is Alex Hales. He, uh, he's got back in the squad, but he's dropped off a little bit over the last uh, couple of games. Um, that's a huge concern for me. Uh, and just a bit of an inexperience in that middle order like the Harry Brooks and, uh, and, and Salt. Um, we know Salt, he's played for the Scorchers here, so it's great to see him uh, playing out the way. A local representation. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that, that, that's probably the only worry for me. I think, uh, actually, I said it at the top, um, Topley going was a, was a big issue, but then you look out there, the, the, the likes of Willie, Wokes, um, and, and also Sam Curran, you can use those particular bowlers in the power play instead of Topley. Uh, because they both get the ball to swing in. So Sounds like they've got pretty good depth. Yeah, they've got good depth in in that regard. And Mills comes in and strengthens up that um, that death death uh, bowling. Uh, for me, I just think that's better balance and puts them in a better position right now. I already had them out one before Mills came in, but Mills coming in, uh, that just strength, strengthens that position for me. Right, very good. The Indians. What about Whoa. India? Your, the, I won't say your boys, but you got a big you got a big audience over in India. Yeah, Surakumar Yadav. Uh, he's the he's the one for me I just love watching him bat he's very inventive uh, he's just fluent very good on the eye uh, watching him bat uh, I've touted him as being the uh, leading run scorer of the tournament very he's going to be man of the man of the series um, but then I saw him out at Brisbane the other day against the Australians and uh, in the death overs when there was a bit of pace on uh, extra pace too uh, he was a little bit gun shy there was but he? That was a warm-up match. The adrenaline might be a, uh, wasn't as pumping as what it will be on the on the big stage. So Suri Kumar Yadav, watch out for him. Do they play Richard Pant or Dinesh Kartik? Uh, that's that's the uh, big question mark. Dinesh Kartik coming in the last four overs, he's very good with his ramp shots, and he can put the bowlers off their line on length, and that helps Hartik Pandy out the other end if they're batting together. Both of them are very uh, very or dynamite in those last four overs. That's the that's the key for me. Pant, you'd use him probably against Pakistan with the spinners that they have in the middle uh, middle overs because Pant can dominate uh, spin. But then you're chopping and changing your team too much. Um, so you leave Pant out, have Dinesh Kartik in there, and they don't have a left-handed batsman out the top. How much are some of these? You know, you talk about ramp shot specialists. You know, traditional batsmen versus you know, effectively traditional 2020 batsmen. Where that you know. Um, how much is there in that, you know, players that can play that traditional game test match compared to the guys that pull out all the shots, uh, putting yeah. the bat in each hand? I mean, it's become a big part of the game, which, you know, 10 years yeah. ago that wouldn't have – wasn't a thing. Yeah, I th- yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of those games. I think Josh Butler, uh, he's proven that you can adapt to all forms of the game, even Dennis Cardick to a, a smaller extent. He hasn't played as much test cricket, but he's got a technique that can can handle that. Hardy Penny is uh, doing the same as well with his all-around ability. Uh, look, the, the game's growing, um, and, and you've got to adapt to all these different uh, formats if you, if you want to get the big bucks. Um, yes. uh, if you just want to play T20 tournaments, well, uh, you're not really giving yourself... 
um, much leverage in a, in a sense if things are going wrong in T20. Well, you you, you can't you don't have the test cricket to fall back on. Yes. So yeah, and back back to India as well. Just with their bowling, yeah, they rely heavily on um, Arshdeep Singh and Bhuvneshwar Kumar uh, to get early wickets with swing bowling. Otherwise, uh, they're going to get killed in the back end when Is they're bowling. Australia are traditionally swinging nation in yeah. the conditions provide what's well, been yeah it, it, well jason berendorf um right. you know he, he's someone if he's fit i'd still have in this australian squad right uh, just for that left arm option to to swing the ball okay. i just think that's one thing that australia miss okay mm. very good um give us a one-liner on ireland uh, clover <laughs> 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 no they, 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 look they they can um they can upset a, a few teams uh, as such, but, you know, they, they're a test-playing nation now. They've been introduced there, and they're not getting that exposure to test cricket. So the ICC and other cricket boards have really got to look at this. If, you, if you're going to try and have associate nations trying to uh, push their way into test cricket na- um, status, well, give them opportunities to, to be able to develop in that particular format against quality teams. And you don't have to play a five-day test match. Play a four-day test match. Or five-day test match against your second team, uh, a bit like Afghanistan. So so would the Netherlands be in that same basket? Uh, Netherlands are just uh, slightly off at the moment for me. I, do, I just think their middle-order uh, batting against the, the quicker attacks is really going to struggle. Um, yeah. I, I think they've done well to get where they're at. Um, yeah, look, but Ryan Campbell's it's his last tournament. He's stepping away after this tournament. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, he's done a great job. Um, but they, they've got a lot of uh, players that are playing county cricket over in England as well, which gives them a bit of exposure to high level cricket. And uh, they've got a couple of South Africans in there as well. Um, so that adds a, a little bit of a, a little bit of depth. What I mean by that, they've, uh, they've got the passport and yep. uh, can go back and play. And I, I think that's good for the growth of the game. Uh, you you want to touted around the world um, and if you're going to do that you've got to get better players to go back to these countries to play what about New Zealand New Zealand as I said before when uh, when bowling is above 140 plus they're really going to struggle most of their batters that's why they need Guptal to get back in there instead of Allen out the top of the order um, and Mitchell uh, his injury his hand injury a lot of hand injuries before we come in here <laughs> I'll uh, be sceptical <laughs> yeah um, he's, he's a big key as well because he's big hitter good strike rate um, so in the batting lineup, those those two players need a fire. Uh, Kane Williamson solid in the middle order, but he, if he doesn't have that power around him, uh, then his his run rate really uh, dampens their their batting lineup, and they really struggle to put a good score on the board. Uh, Lockie Ferguson is the big one for me with his extra pace uh, and his fitness. Can you yeah. see them winning? They'll run her up last year. Uh, I, I can see them winning. I can see them upsetting uh, upsetting a lot of teams, but it, it depends a lot on Ferguson and Milne, their, their quick bowlers, how fit they are, because you need that you need that extra pace um, just to change the game up, especially in the middle overs with uh, when, when you've got spin on. What about Pakistan? We obviously got India, Pakistan, huge sellout game to kick off the weekend. Um, how, how's their team shaping up? What does it look like? Oh, look, I, I think they've got a well-balanced team, but it's, again, it's just their middle order. They're, they're, they're very inconsistent in that regard. Uh, they rely too heavily on Rizwan and, and uh, Babar Azam. The thing with Rizwan at the top of the order too, he likes to play square shots uh, off a good length. Bigger boundary square here in Australia. Um you you you're going to be able to defend that a lot easier 
Um, so it's going to be harder for him to get a high strike rate. So you, you, you're you able to uh, counteract that power of his, that strength of his, with these bigger boundaries. Um, their bowling is their strength. Uh, Shaheen Afridi, Ralph uh, are their keys. Both of them very good in the death overs, both wicket takers in the power play overs. Um, and the other pace attack, uh, the other pace bowlers and their spin uh, spin bowlers really have to step up. They're probably not as strong in that department as as other teams. Okay. Mm. What about Scotland? Look, look. So Scotland and Ireland, they're not that far from England, and England's good. So why's you know why's Scotland coming in ranked thirteen from the ICC? Oh, they've just been performing really well. They've been doing a pretty good job. But I haven't really been following Scotland as much as I should. But you know, they've got. Um, They've got a lot of courage. They've got a lot of fight. Um, they they really plan well against opposition teams, and we saw that earlier on in the tournament with their with their big win. Who was that against? It, uh, don't ask me, Hoggy. Who was that against? Dan. Which group are they in? Scotland. Oh, uh, yeah, that was against uh, Sri Lanka, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. No. No. West Indies. It was too. Yes, West Indies because they're playing today. Very yes. Good. Um, this is this is where you got to keep up. Mate, you're, so you're a cricketer and, and your knowledge oh, that, is clearly that, outstanding and you're but, asking an ex-footy player who's Scotland, but... Yeah, no, it's just one of those things that you have a little bit of blank every now and then. You're oh, going to find that. You're doing very bloody well. Yeah, but, um, yeah, no, they, they were very well planned against the West Indies the other day. Is that but, how, is that how uh, a minnow can, mm. can beat a bigger team? Being well planned, well prepared, you yeah. know, these are their strengths, let's take... Take I don't know, you know, take their take their strengths away from them. Yeah, exactly right, and you utilize your strengths as well. Yeah. But if you if you go in there with a plan, back yourself to deliver that plan, um, but you're also adaptable. Uh, you, you're going to survive in the game, and that's what Scotland did against West Indies. Very good. And if you teams like this, if they've got the opposition team slightly on the back foot, all of a sudden. Um, pressures, pressures on because you, you you know with football, yep. you can't just go out there and think, oh, we're going to win this uh, this game easily, and then all of a sudden you're five goals behind, and to switch on from uh, being this is going to be an easy game to we've got to go out there and uh, yes. really lift our game, it's very difficult, and that's where you lose your uh, lose your nerve. That's where you uh, you get uh, a little bit well the the anger. Um, starts to clog your thoughts, and you're not as clear well, as what you should be. Especially in cricket and T20 cricket, at least footy you lose a couple of you know, miss a couple of goals. You got time to get yourself back in the game. Cricket, you lose three quick wickets early, and it's very hard to come back, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's why um, you know I look at it. The teams that have been successful that I've been part of, you've uh, you've had five frontline bowlers, six frontline batters, and one of those batters might be able to bowl a bit of part time stuff here and there. Yes. So, um, but that was early on. Now the game's changed where they're uh, more aggressive. They're trying to get a higher score than what we were ten years ago. Uh, they're taking huge, huge or bigger risks. Lucky to have three bowlers in the same those days. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Um, so you know the dynamic changes, and you've got to try and uh, change your game plan and your strategy to to that. Now, but I, yeah, go on. No, I was going to say this next team, South Africa. Oh, I feel like these guys are sliding under the radar a little bit. I I haven't heard a lot about them. I don't think many people are rating them. Oh, look, the the, the big thing here with uh, with South Africa, they got Bavuma in there as captain. He shouldn't even be in their T Twenty team. Why? Um, well. Is not uh, not good enough, and uh, okay. there we go. There's just a bit of music in the background for Bavuma's exit from the T20 uh, captaincy of <laughs> South African cricket. <laughs> um, look, I, I, I think he's done really well. Um, 
Bavuma uh, as a test player. He should be the, the, the test captain. But um, just doesn't have the runs on the board, doesn't have a high strike rate, and he puts pressure on that, uh, that, that lower order because he's opening the batting. If he doesn't get them off to a good start or they lose an early wicket in the power play, all of a sudden number three's coming in yes. uh, as an opening batter, but knowing that they've only got nine wickets yes. rather than ten wickets. Um, Norky's, Norky's the big key for him. Pace. He's one of the quickest bowlers going around. And uh, can you cut and paste this? Well, you're going to have to now. No, we're not. Is, we're that, just, is, nah. that, is that. Um, we just roll it. Who, uh, Cheryl. Let's put it on silent, Danny. Have you ever worked on iPhone before? Can you man? just answer that and say, just on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. Yeah, so uh, Nor- Norky's the key for uh, them. And Riley Russo, he's been out for a, uh, a while now. Uh, he's just come back in, but he's been playing a lot of T20 tournaments around the world. Yes. Uh, he's a big inclusion, a left-hander in that middle order uh, to help take the pressure off David Miller with that uh, power game uh, out, the, out the back end. I want a little bit of a quick summary on these ones because we're going to whip through the back end here. Sri Lanka, they make it through the group stages. Um, Sri Lanka's chances on doing anything in this World Cup? Uh, Sri Lanka, no. They, look, they, they won the Asia Cup. And that's no light feat against right. Pakistan and India. Right. Um, they were luxadaisy in that first game. They took it too easy and uh, they paid the price. Um, they've lost Chimera with injury, uh, their quickest bowler. But at the end of the day, they've proven that, again, they, they, they're probably uh, further in front with experience than Scotland and uh, the Netherlands. But they've proven that they can bring youngsters in and uh, that don't have that experience, but just give them a role to play, and they can upset any team in the world. So I wouldn't write Sri Lanka off at the moment. West Indies, you've written them off right at the top of the show, so we can skim past yep, yep. them. And Zimbabwe. Oh, Zimbabwe. Uh, they're, they're a chance. We got to, they're, they're a chance. They're a chance to get through. They've got to get through the group stages first. But Yeah, Raza. Uh, Raza in that middle order. Uh, he, he's key for them. Irvine, the captain, he's, he's uh, a great... Uh, well, he's been a good workhorse for them, Evans. But um, they've got they've they've got some quality bowlers in there with a little bit of pace. So I think their bowling is going to keep them in the game. Yes. Um, if if uh, if they're chasing one sixty, they're half a chance. Uh, anything more than one sixty, uh, they're gone. Actually, I'll go to one fifty. So okay, yeah. okay, I'll give you one fifty. Yeah. So there we go. There's the World Cup preview. The summary of all the teams. Who have you got winning? England, yep. Australia, India, Pakistan. No, nah, you don't get to name them all. Yeah, that's four. Yeah, well, this is uh, New Zealand, South Africa. Okay, top six? That, that's my top six, yeah. Okay, very good. We're going to come back to that. Yep. Um, Write that it. down. Write that down. Note it. Shelter Sports Carts, Will Schofield, Brad Hogg. <laughs> to finish things off, Hoggy, we put a little message out to our followers and just some questions from the people for you. Right, yeah. Go for that's it. That's all right. Yep. So a couple of quick fires. How did the batsman turn leg spinner eventuate? And what's more satisf- satisfying, scoring a hundred or five for? Uh, scoring a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember SCG batting with Simo uh, against India, and I thought, right, I'm seventy odd here. It's Jeff Marsh, my hero, never made a hundred against uh, the West Indies on West Indian soil. He made ninety nine, was his top scorer over there, and he said, I. Oh, we just wish I made that hundred. I'm thinking, test hundred here, test hundred here. <laughs> Next ball, Harvajan comes in, and I just glide it to uh, drive it out first slip. Um, just getting too far ahead of myself. So uh, the hundreds, uh, the hundreds definitely there. But how I, how uh, the leg spin turned? I never bowled a leg spinner in my life 
till my first shield game. Um, in the nets the night, uh, day before, I bowled a bouncer to Jeff Marsh in the nets, and he tried to pull it and he hit him in the helmet. And Tony Mann, the uh, manager, um, who played for Australia as a leg spinner or a leg spinning all rounder, yes. made a hundred as a night watchman out the wacker against India. He said, um, Shouldn't do that to the captain if you want longevity. What about bowl some of these left arm Chinamans? I said, What are these left arm Chinamans? I've never seen anyone bowl left arm Chinamans. <laughs> so he flicked a few to me and he said, You know, you're going to be facing one tomorrow at number six, so uh, you better start getting prepared for it and you're going to help your teammates out here. So I started bowling them. And then he said, oh, I'll bowl a couple of wrong ones. I said, how do we do that? Flicked a couple and I beat Damian Martin's outside edge twice. He said, oh, you've got a gift here, you better stick with it. And two years later, I'm over in India. Is that a so. true story? Or is there mail on that? No, that's a true story, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, so. a, little, a little bit like Dan Const in the under-11 uh, Marangaroos. That's where this trophy's from, actually, Hoggy. Yeah. It's like a- what, is that a fifer or...? Five for sixteen. Five for sixteen. Yep, beautiful. Did you used to beautiful. bowl tweakers. Leg spinner. Leg spinner. See, better than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't know. Um, now, uh, what about this one, Stephen underscore Gosh's uh, impact of Boomer not playing? Uh, huge. Uh, one, if if the if they're not doing well in the power play, um, he can come on and just exert his presence and put pressure on, on the batsman and, you know, batsman will be a little bit more tentative against him and that's where he uh, might pick up the wickets. Uh, if he doesn't, is not used in the power play, then he can be used for a couple of overs with the spinners in the middle overs just to try and apply a little bit of pressure for the spin at the other end. Yes. Uh, but death overs, that's that's probably where... Bread and butter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, look, Shammy had a good day the other day against Australia, but that was a warm-up game. Yes. Um, you know, he he hasn't done that well in that particular area uh, with with the history of uh, his international career at T20. So that's a big concern for India. Okay, very good. Alex double underscore Paul with a double L. What's up, <laughs> Alex? Did you ever get paid for playing in the Bangladesh Premier League? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, is that the answer? Very good. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't have to, yeah. No, no, no. No, they, no, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're good, they're good players, Bangladesh. There you go. Okay, very yeah. good. Um, uh, Kaya. That's a, that's a tough question. Four, five, seven, six, six yeah. plus others come back to play for Perth in the BBL. Any chance, Hoggy? I'd love to. Absolutely. Would you? To. Yeah. Could no. you? Uh, Do you think no. you could? Do no. you think you could? No, no. No, I, look, it was a wonderful Body time. or mind? Knee. Uh, Left knee. That's, that's about it. Everything else would be right. But um, no, it's just. It's one of those things. I've had my day, and the, the team out at the moment. I, I have to say that the the Wacker um, team, both men and women, um, I don't think I've seen a better culture in a sport team oh. uh, for a long period of time. I think the Wildcats. Um, you know, I, I think we're very lucky here in West Australia that we've had a lot of teams that have got great cultures and and lead by example. Uh, and it's good to see the Dockers having that culture now. Yep. Um, so I, I think that's one thing that WA teams can pride themselves on. And I think um, all our all our sporting organisations here in WA have just got to make sure that we stay on top of creating quality people that are playing uh, quality sport 
Uh, if you put the people first, the sport will follow. It's a bloody good point you make. I mean, um, fever in the netball, Perth Heat in the baseball are trendsetters. You've got West Coast and Freo doing their thing. Perth Glory, they've been a little bit up and down, but they've been a really successful side in the soccer. Uh, of course, you've got the cricket culture, you know, mm. perhaps the most successful cricketing state, um, especially at the domestic levels. And and then um, you've got the, the Perth Wildcats, the most mm. successful NBA. I mean, it's a pretty special state to be a part of. Oh, it is. It is. Um, look, we we got some fantastic um, heroes here in in WA, and you know I think we should acknowledge it. But I I, I think you know we, we've just got to make sure that we hand that down to the next generation of sportsmen, and that's probably what I'm proud of with um, with WA cricket. You know, we had we had the issue with bangers um, being roped in there, um, but I I just think that. We've created a strong culture, and when they've gone up to another level in their sports, they've generally had a lot of success. They they haven't been, or they they haven't looked out of sorts. Or the, um, you know, when when you go up to that new level where there's a lot more pressure, the paces, uh, the games quicker. Um, I, I just think uh, we seem to hold our nerve a lot more than uh, other Australians. Um, in, in a sense like that from, from what I see anyway and that's because we create good cultures here The Shelter Sports Cast done and dusted Brad Hogg Will Scofield Did you have fun Hoggy? I did Will you be back? Uh, don't know uh, It depends <laughs> whether the, my, my phone kept ringing Normally I'll turn it off when I go to radio So sorry about that But geez, it was beautiful Beautiful music And it just came out the right time When we were talking about um, South Africa Sorry to Bavuma But uh, you know <laughs> Just sending him off with a beautiful Relaxed uh, meditational song It's been unreal you know having you, you mate what? You know why I have that relaxed music Is no. you, know you, you know when you go in And you hear this beep beep You know the ringtones Yeah oh. It's just it raises the anxiety levels. It does, and you know, this relaxed phone radio. And if if you if you're looking at your phone and there's something you've got to take, and you're under a bit of stress, but you hear this beautiful calm music, just calms you down, and yeah, you you've got better chance of having a decent phone call. We're gonna have to put get you to send through your ringtone to Dan, and we might clip something up for socials. <laughs> that I think if you're talking, if you're watching us on socials, you know where to find us. We may need to actually change this shelter footy cast. Maybe needs a little change up over at, uh, on socials on Instagram. Send us an email if you've got any questions for us. Hoggy will be back at some point to answer some more questions. Footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Again, might have to change that as well. Watch us on YouTube. Listen to us on podcasts, wherever you get those. We'll see you next week. Oh, look, you can get your kicks out of cricket anyway. Just keep it as footy. <laughs>
turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.